Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Growing, Growing in Grace, Grace podcast at, at growingingrace.org. How did that go? I think everybody's excited and ready to roll with this, I think. We, we couldn't decide who was going to go first this time, so we thought, why not compromise? Why not be like Republicans and Democrats and reach, a, reach across the aisle? There you go. That's right. This is a bipartisan podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we sounded rather robotic there at the beginning, too. (laughs) Yes. Well, just like a politician. Religious voices. (laughs) Yeah. Just religion, politician, whatever. (laughs) It's all the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We may never do that again, which means that we will repent of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's change. In fact, I changed my mind right now. Let's take that back. No, just kidding. (laughs) Well, we might do it again. I don't know. Who knows? We may repent and then we may repent of repenting. Yes, that's just what I was about to say. (laughs) Great minds, I guess. Great minds. Um, Let's talk about repentance, Joel, because, uh, you know, over the years, as the, uh, the, the religious crowd gets a little frustrated with the abundance of grace crowd <laughs> like us <laughs> they get a little frustrated because they think that we're um, against repenting or repentance in fact uh, we were talking before we came on I, I remember even several years back we were in a, a rather heavy conversation with some people and they happen to be local by the way and and they were going back and forth about law and grace and and uh, calling us all kinds of names <laughs> heretics and other things <laughs> And, and, and they brought some other people in to try to make their case. And somebody, you know, kind of stepped in from their side of the fence and said, well, grace is good, but do these guys believe in repenting? And you know that when legalists start talking about repentance, what they're usually referring to is you start requiring people to stop sinning and begin to live in a different way. That's their definition of repentance. You turn from sin, you start reducing your sin count, you start behaving better and start trying to do, you know, good Christian religious stuff more often, stop doing bad stuff, or at least at least slow it down, right? It's just so your your good starts to outweigh your bad, and that's their definition of repentance. And and can you see now where this becomes a works based Christianity? Yeah. Yeah. See that's what we say. Again, I, I think I was talking about this last week. We um Saved by grace, through faith, apart from works, you're welcome into the body of Christ. No works necessary. Uh, But then once you're in, if you don't change, (laughs) if you don't repent, according to their definition of the word repent, then really, are are you really in? Or will you remain in if if you don't change your behavior? And I think that part of this comes from how the scriptures in in English interpret um, and translate the Greek word 
they, they, they translate it into repent or repentance, which in English, now he, let, let's just talk about this word and what it means and what it doesn't mean. So, and I'll start off by saying that the word as it's used in English does not mean the same as the original Greek word that was used in the scriptures. So in English, I'm looking at a dictionary, uh, repent, to feel sorry, self-reproachful, or contrite for past conduct. Regret or be conscience-stricken about a past action or attitude. To feel sorrow for sin or fault as to be disposed to change one's life for the better, to be penitent. Okay, we, we all understand that definition of the word repent. And so the Bible, though, Jesus said, for example, repent and believe the gospel. Well, that word here, let's just, in the Greek, let me just see if this will say it, do this. Metanoeo. There you go. Did you hear that? Did that Metanoeo. come Metanoeo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As from studylight.org, they have lexicons where all of these Greek words can be found. And here's, here's the definition, the strongest definition of repent, of metanoeo, to think differently or afterwards, that is, reconsider. Is there anything about behavior in that? There's not. And that, that is the, uh, the verb, you know, to repent. And then there's the noun, repentance, um, which is pronounced metanoia. Metanoia. It's a change of mind as it appears to one who repents. Or uh, the Strong's uh, definition, it's a reversal of what you think. So anyway, the whole point, repentance in the Greek has nothing to do, in and of itself, has nothing to do with behavior. It's a change of mind. It's to think differently. So when Jesus said, repent and believe the good news, repent and believe the gospel, there were people, the Jewish people, who, as Romans 10 says, and this is, this is crucial. I, I just think that this is so crucial to understanding what repentance really means when Jesus told them to repent and believe the good news. Romans 10 says, they had a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. They were ignorant of God's righteousness. How were they ignorant of God's righteousness? They were seeking to establish their own righteousness. This is you know, by what they do, having not submitted to the righteousness of God. Because Paul says in the book of Romans that the righteousness of God is a gift. It's only something that we can receive as a gift. It's not what we do. It's a gift that we receive. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. And so they had this zeal for God without knowledge, trying to establish their righteousness by what they do. Jesus was telling them to repent, change their minds, change their thinking, and instead believe the good news. Again, believe the gospel. Righteousness by faith, not by what you do. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was really good what you brought up there at the end. The law is not of faith. They were pursuing righteousness based upon works. You see, opposites, faith, works, they are opposites. The law not based upon faith, but when Christ came, faith came, see. And so here we have Jewish people where Jesus showed up as a minister, uh, a prophet, a teacher under the law. Yes, he was the son of God, but he was 100% man. He was 100% human. And he, he came to redeem these Israelites from that law that couldn't save, that couldn't make them right with God. 
And that's why he said, repent, believe the good news. I'm looking here now at, at Matthew 3, 2. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay, that's pretty simple. Repent. Have a change of mind. The kingdom is about to hit you right in the face. But interestingly, Joel, and, and this is where, I, this is another series coming up here on this, on this subject, but you see that the Bible, the way we see it today, with all the different translations, even just within the English language, not to mention all of the other languages out there, who sometimes differ in their interpretation of the scripture mm -hmm. on, on how they communicate or translate different words. A German Bible can be saying something that sometimes is, is kind of different from what we have in English and so on. And even within just the English translations. And, and you know, if you've been listening to, uh, to us for a while, we're not King James only or NIV only or any of that. I think you can gain um, good information from a number of diff different translations, because I don't think any of them are perfect. Maybe the the word written in its original form was pure, but it's been it's got a lot of fingerprints on it now. <laughs> Let's just be honest with ourselves here. But the NLT, and I'm not being anti-NLT, New Living Translation, but here's how the NLT, to your point, Joel, here's how the NLT translates Matthew 3, 2. Turn from your sins. And turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near. Compare that to uh, eight or ten other popular English translations, which just simply say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so, to your point, the word just means to think, or to, to have a change of mind, to think differently. And so we need to understand that first and foremost, and I have the feeling maybe in the, the next week or two we'll be able to dive a little bit further into this because people just have the idea when they say, well, you need to repent of your sins. And, and we can maybe point out a couple of passages of Scripture on this, but repenting of your sins is not something the Bible specifically teaches us to do. So we'll get into some of that maybe in, in weeks ahead because I don't think we'll have, have time today. And so when people tell us, when the religious crowd says you need to repent, what they're talking about is reducing your sin count. Um, you, you show me somewhere in the Bible that says um, reducing your sin count, managing your sin count, is somehow an acceptable practice that makes you more right with God, more forgiven with God, more sanctified by God, more in fellowship with God. It doesn't. But don't misunderstand. Any time that you can reduce your sin count, any time that you can improve your behavior to reflect a, a more godly and, and holy lifestyle, that is going to benefit you. And that's really who you are as a, a believer in Jesus Christ. You see, because legalists will read some of the passages Paul wrote in, in his New Covenant writings to the church, and they'll think Paul is scolding people into behaving a certain way instead of, and it took me a while to catch on to this, instead of realizing that Paul was exhorting righteous believers in Christ to behave in a certain way because it's who they are as a new creation in Christ Jesus, as a partaker of the divine nature. Right, yeah. So so let it never be said, you know, so do those grace guys, do they believe in repentance or not? <laughs> well, never let it be said that we that we're saying 
increase your sin count. Never let it be said that 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 we are saying, eh, don't worry about whether you sin less or not. That's not the point. That's that's not it. Like you were just saying, we encourage people to turn from sinful behavior, from ungodly behavior, and to live righteously. You know, the grace of God teaches us that. The grace of God teaches us that. But what we're saying here is that repentance it does not mean that there's a condition by which you have to change your behavior or you won't be saved or you won't be close to God uh, or you won't be right with God. Because, again, salvation, being close to God, we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. We're as close to God as we'll ever, ever be because we've been brought near by the blood of Jesus. We didn't, we Gentiles, we didn't even have the law. Uh, we didn't have any uh, behavior modification programs to lead us to God. <laughs> and, and it says we've been brought near by the blood of Jesus. And we're made right with God by the blood of Jesus, by his sacrifice, not by a turning, of, uh, turning from behavior. So when people say, repent, you must repent, you must turn from your sins and believe. That's not what the gospel is. The gospel is turn from believing that your works have any place in salvation or righteousness or justification or being holy. Turn from that and believe the good news. Again, the good news that righteousness, justification, all of these things are by faith. It's by God's grace through faith apart from our works. And yes, we've got uh, several more uh, things to get to in regards to all this. So we'll talk about that next time right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.